You're listening to The Right Process, a podcast in which one writer tells the story of completing one work from concept to completion. I'm your host, Charlie Jensen. The Right Process is brought to you by the Writers Program at UCLA Extension, helping you reach your writing goals one page at a time. Enroll now at uclaextension.edu. Hi, I'm Holly Overton. I wrote episode three of Tell Me a Story. Holly Overton is a TV writer and producer who has worked on Tell Me a Story for CBS All Access. Holly has also written for Shadowhunters, The Mortal Instruments, Cold Case, and The Client List. She's the author of best-selling novels Baby Doll and The Walls. Her third novel, The Runaway, was published in summer 2019. An identical twin, Holly grew up in Texas, but now resides in L.A. with her husband David and rescue dog Stevie. Tell Me a Story takes the world's most beloved fairy tales and reimagines them as dark and twisted psychological thrillers. Set in modern-day New York City, the first season of this serialized drama interweaves The Three Little Pigs, Little Red Riding Hood, and Hansel and Gretel into an epic and subversive tale of love, loss, greed, revenge, and murder. In episode three, titled Greed, Jordan obsessively pursues the truth after the police's investigation frustrates him. Kayla struggles to keep her romance with Nick under wraps when Ethan's jealousy threatens to reveal the truth. Hannah uncovers something unsettling about Dan. Every show is sort of has a particular process in the way that a show is written and a way that writers are assigned and the way that a story of that episode is broken. And for this episode, it's a very serialized show. If you haven't seen Tell Me a Story, it's three fairy tales that were interwoven together, set in New York, and they're all, you know, dark psychological thrillers. Sometimes when you're in a writer's room and you're assigned an episode, and I've been on shows like this before, where you like come in and you're like, you know, like there was this terrible thing that happened to me once and I want to like work on this with the character and you pitch that out or you know like there's this personal thing like I'm really close to my mother and I want to tell mother-daughter story. This show was really different because Kevin Williamson who's the uh, creator and showrunner had a very strong vision for what it was and so when we start breaking the episode it's not necessarily about what you're bringing to it it's like where are these characters in this moment in time and because the show is so serialized it really was just about picking up in each storyline okay after someone's wife is murdered in a robbery, like, what happens next? There's a funeral. And so it was about that. And it was about, you know, a mother, a a girl coping with the loss of her mother and moving to a new city and starting at a new school. So a lot of those things that I was, you know, writing about in this episode and when we are breaking the story, uh, it wasn't necessarily me taking so much of my own personal experience and bringing it into the room. It was thinking about, okay, well, how would these characters – emotionally respond and then also thinking about like what are the cool great moments at the you know in the episode because anyone who's watched anything that Kevin has done knows that he's about he's someone who loves a good scare he's someone who loves a, you know a lot of thrills and so then it was about of course building those moments in while also having these like great character moments so that's really how I approached writing this episode it's in our writer's room it's a very collaborative breaking process which breaking the story coming up with what each scene is each act out each you know each character moment we're all in the room and we're all doing it together and so you're not really some rooms you're off on your own sort of like coming up with story and then running it by you know producers and the rest of the staff, but on this, it's it's the team working with Kevin leading the charge. 
I think on a serialized show, you're very dependent on what everybody is doing. You're, you know, you're you're coming into each other's offices and you're going, so wait, and especially because we're all kind of, you know, we're breaking these stories and then everybody's kind of writing simultaneously, especially on a streaming show where, you know, you have a little more time. So you're going into people's office like, hey, what happened? Did you, did you? Is that character dying? No, not yet. Like, I don't know. Um, or like, hey, what do you think about this? And you're really relying on the other members of your staff to, to you know, help you figure things out or bounce ideas off of. So it's a very, again, and this show probably more than some of the others where it's just because there are three different stories and they're very, you know, they're very dark and, you know, sinister and there's lots of you know things that are happening so I think relying on the staff is really important and then when we're in the writer's room too everybody else is you know uh leaning on someone else to say like you know if you're in the writer's room and someone's off writing and you know that the person writing episode four thinks that character's dead and we suddenly decided that the character's not dying till episode six you go in and say hey just so you know like you weren't in the room (laughs) that character's not dying so you know it's a domino effect especially as you go further in the series and you start to you know sometimes we would be writing and then breaking later episodes you know you're constantly going back and forth and there is a lot of rewriting that has to happen too there's always a little bit of pressure when you're on a new show um, and you're and you're tasked with writing an earlier episode because you come in later, you kind of know more about who these people are. You're you know you've you've learned more about the characters. You've read other scripts because there's more behind you know there's more scripts that have been written. So it is a little bit like oh wow like the pressure to you, you don't have a lot of other people who you're, you know you've like you've been following. So but you know I, I don't I don't know I just got luck of the draw I guess. But it was very it was very you know it's always a little bit stressful but also exciting that you. You get to take these new characters and, you know, take a stab at it and hope that you're right, knowing that, like, as is the process in TV, that you will probably always be rewritten uh, and which you just eventually get used to because that's the process. It's not your show. You're there to service the showrunner and the creator. The first thing I always do when I get an episode is I, I, you know, you get the file with all the notes and, and, you know, sort of the structure. And because we're not at a, you know, we're not at a studio, like, like an ABC or, you know, we're not at a, we're, we're cable, you know, we're streaming on CBS All Access, we didn't have to turn in outlines for the show. So most of the time and on every other show that I've worked on, you have to write an outline of the episode and then you turn it into your boss and either showrunner or the other writers read it, weigh in, and then it goes to the network and studio. But we were fortunate enough that we turned in a story document, just a concept of what the episode was, and got the approval. But we were told, if you want, you can write an, an outline internally, and I did. I wanted, I've always outlined, I don't necessarily love outlining, but I I believe it, it's better for the process, it's better for the script. You have less trouble when you're, because you're like, wait, this scene doesn't quite go there. It just, it helps you so much. So I wrote a very long outline, (laughs) which I like, because I was like, it's just for myself. Uh, I mean, I knew that Kevin and then one of our executive producers, Heather, was going to read it, that I was like, you know, I wanted to write it so it would be as close to the script. So I wrote like, I don't know, it was like 15, maybe 16 pages. And it was really, it was really helpful for me. And I was able to start writing there. So And then I would take the notes from the room 
room and sort of look at some of the notes about certain pitches and lines that might go in and also put that into my outline script now, my now script document. And so in some ways, like probably the first day and a half is just me preparing. I think I I had a lot of time on this episode, which was nice because I've worked on shows where you have to, you know, four days for an outline three days for a script or something crazy like that. And I, I don't remember exactly how many days, but I know I wasn't having to, like, write through the weekend like a maniac like I have before. So it was a much more fun and kind of leisurely pro- leisurely process, like, which is never really leisurely. But it gave me a lot more time to think about the scenes and how do I want to approach this um, and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, obviously I'd read Kevin's script and then I'd read episode two, but still trying to figure out the voices of the characters and and what they are because it's not completely defined we're all still finding it and then you set out and write the script you know there's always those moments in a script where you're like I know exactly what this scene is like you know and then there's and usually the the more I don't want to say more fun scenes but I guess the scenes where it's like there's an action scene or there's you know there's a there's a you know a chase uh, there's like you know there's tension and then there's you know there was like some more emotional scenes where you're really trying to find and build the moments and so those were probably the scenes that took the longest we had a we had a storyline where you know some characters they'd found something and they knew they shouldn't keep it and they were like weighing that and there was a lot of rewriting of that because it was a very it was a very like, you know, kind of dumb decision on the characters' parts. So you have to really make sure the audience understands why these characters are going to make this big decision that's going to like inevitably cause them trouble. And it was interesting because I like stressed over the scene so much. I just like I mean, I probably rewrote it like five times, reorganized it, told Kevin, like, I don't know if this is working. Like, um, and then, you know, it, it we it gets the script eventually gets sent off to, you know, the network and they're like no, no notes, no problem, you know. So it's all, I think whenever you're writing a script, I think it's always the scenes that you think that are the hardest for you to write. When it's done, nobody even, like it never even crosses the mo- their mind. You obsess over the littlest thing. And so that was a good lesson of like, don't, you know, write the best possible story, you know how, because you can never predict the notes that you're going to get. But yeah, so I think I had probably... I feel like I had at least a week to write the script and it was it was again just a very fun process because it was just finding you know and really I I really got to like feel like I fine-tuned and turned in what I thought was a really good first draft and so normally you turn a draft in and you're like who knows but I I felt really good in it Um, and then it went to Kevin he had wonderful notes it was a lot of notes it's almost like a painter who sees something or a sculptor and is like you know needs something out of the clay and then makes magic of it and he had very specific notes on each scene like I love what you did here but how can we amp this up and so he gave you know a couple like probably two hours of notes or maybe an hour and a half um on every scene and it was really wonderful watching because it was I was like oh that is better (laughs) you know you're like oh that is so much yeah I liked what I had but that's way better and so then and you know you don't always get to do that on a show like sometimes they'll you know a showrunner will say like thank you for writing you know we're done I'll take it um but it was I was fortunate enough that he was you know said you can do another pass on it take a stab at all these other scenes um and I had you know four or five days to finish that so that was the process and then it went to him and you know I the next time I saw it was when I saw it on and this isn't always the case because on this show, I wasn't last season involved in production. I was just part of the writing staff. So I, I was I was like really fun to see 
some some things changed. There were a lot of things, but then there were still moments that, you know, I was like, oh, that stayed. And I was, you know, really proud of that. And I think, you know, that's the the best case scenario when you're writing on a show is that you deliver, you know, what you think is great work and then, you know, your boss makes it better. My writing process when I'm on my own is I'm very much a night owl. I'm very much a person who really gets going in the evening at 9 or 10 o'clock. But obviously when you're on a show, uh, night, owl or, night owl hours don't necessarily work. And we we were able to write from home. So there were definitely a couple of days where I would write from home and I would write a little bit during the day, but then I would stay up at night and stay up later and you know work from like, I don't know, nine o'clock at night to like two in the morning and which are my prime time peak writing hours when I really feel like you know less distractions and more motivated but I would go into the office some days because like I said because the stories were constantly evolving and changing I could hear what was going on in the writer's room I could go have lunch and with the writers in the writer's room and sort of see what is happening as the stories the rest of the stories are breaking so it was really important so some days it would be I would take like a day or two off and write from home and then I would go in so I would I kind of wouldn't feel like I missed too much because it's such a it's such a connected show like every thread was connected so for me I was like oh at least like I'll know I'm on the right track and and sometimes even I I find when I'm writing in a in a you know in my even in my office uh it's still so hard like I get so distracted you hear people talking phones are ringing so for me my best writing, I feel like, is done at home, but I've learned to sort of, you know, accept and spend those days. And I, I put in headphones and I listen to, like, singer-songwriter music that I've heard a thousand times. Like, nothing – I'm not the kind of person who would ever make a playlist. I just listen to music that I already have heard, basically white noise that distracts me from other sounds. And, yeah, and then you just you just have to – get to it there's you know that I don't I don't think I don't have any like rituals oh I do always have to have like a cup of tea uh like you know I'm always making tea and and water and then just it's just you and the computer <laughs> our room is very well run we we get in at 10 we work till usually six we don't usually do anything after we're you know we try to be very efficient in how we're breaking the stories we have a lot of fun we goof you know we goof off we talk you know we take lunch but we're it's it's a very you know focused there's not a lot of like outside time that you're they're devoting and Kevin's really um really believes in kind of balance and it's a very democratic room where everybody kind of has a voice which is really nice everybody you know everybody gets an opinion it's I think it's I've had more fun on this show than probably any show I've been on. And I think it's because, you know, there are it's it's a balance. There's a good balance of, you know, we're all here to work. We're all here to have fun. But then we go home. The hardest part about writing this episode was that it's it's it is such a new show and everybody's learning it. And so I think it's just finding finding who the characters are. You know, you've read the other scripts, but those are still being changed and those are still being rewritten. And so you're you're just hoping that, you know, you're going to find those moments that are truthful to the characters so far. And then, you know, obviously it's going to change and grow. But I do believe that this this one storyline and I think there's always in every episode that you write a specific storyline that you just click into, you understand, you're like, I get these people, I know what they're going through. And there was one storyline in 
that we had our our three little pigs that it was a very clear drive of what this of the character was doing and, and a very clear emotional drive and there wasn't a lot so it was much easier to write um the other storylines were a little more complicated so it makes it more fun but it also makes it more challenging so you're just it was just constantly like me kind of battling with myself over sometimes just individual scenes and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting those scenes you know, I work very hard to try to, like, just make sure that the characters are reacting as realistically as possible. And then, you know, also trying to have fun. There's, like, you know, like, obviously, you want to mimic, you know, or, like, you know, come as close to possible to who your boss is and his voice and, and his style. So it's finding those moments. Kevin has a much more, like, he would say maybe jaded. Um, he was like, you're, you're, you've got a very positive outlook, on, like, just in general. And then you're writing, like, it kind of comes through. So then I'm, like, and that was one of his main notes in the the first round, the first draft that I turned in was, like, you know, like, go darker, go less, go a little more cynical. Because it was very much, that was kind of a theme of, like, the darkness and where we are in the world and sort of these people fighting against that. And so I was, like, I've always thought I was a dark writer. But then I was, like, oh, maybe, maybe that like I think that hope seeps in so it was a really that was like one of the best notes I got because I was like oh that is it was such a specific note but once and sometimes you don't get notes that are that clear it's like just this isn't quite working but for me I was like oh more cynical darker I can do that I understand that and so I think that was it was it was difficult but it was very clear and I think when you get a clear note like that it's much easier to tackle or rewrite the way that I rewrite on my own is you know you keep going until you get that emotional which is like it's such a hard thing to define but on this show um because Kevin has such a clear vision of what he wants and what he doesn't this was probably the easiest script I've ever rewritten because he really went through each scene and said here's what's working but maybe how can we maybe let's reframe this and and, you know whether it was giving it more movement in the scene or you know just sort of you know tweaking some of the dialogue or the way that like the characters were approaching each other but it was so specific that when I got into each of the scenes I knew exactly what to do so for me like the rewriting process it was a lot of rewriting but not in the way that I felt like someone just says to you, like, I don't I don't know. I just I didn't feel like this was quite working, like take another stab at it, which is like then you're like, who knows? Like, I'll just rewrite it a different way. But this was very clear direction of here's how you're going to build rebuild this scene, or here's what's not working at the end, the button of the scene, you know, the last line, here's what you're going to here's how you're going to change it, you know, even if it was just a small dialogue tweak. And so I found it I found it actually really fun to rewrite it because I had a roadmap and I knew exactly what he wanted. And, you know, things changed in the in the rewrite after that. But it was it was very clear. After I finished my rewrites, I went back to the writer's room. And I think it's always kind of jarring when you've been away because usually you'll be away for at least, I mean, two and a half weeks sometimes, you know, maybe a little bit longer. So, you know, then you go back in and you're trying to read the notes from, you know, the the previous days or weeks but you're you're immersed so much in your own episode that then it's there's some there's something a little you know like whiplashy where it's like okay wait now we're in episode 5 and wait who like who's doing what and who's and so you have to like kind of catch up quick so then you can be back on board and pitching for the rest of the episodes so i by the time i turned in my script we were pretty close to wrapping the writers room 
Um, and so it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's almost over. Like we, I still want to be here. Um, but you're, you're working on, you know, just pitching and helping prepare the other rest of the episodes. Cause we still had, you know, three or four episodes we were, we were working on before I left. So it was very, it was a, a very rapid process, but there's something, it's funny. Cause I always, when I'm in the writer's room, I always like kind of want to be writing and when I'm writing, I kind of always want to be in the writer's room. So there's this like weird sense, but it's nice to, it was nice to get back in and sort of be like, okay, that's done. I mean, there's definitely, I, and maybe this is just me, but I feel less less pressure sometimes in the writer's room because it's like such a group effort. Everybody's sort of building when you're, you know, it, it feels more like, you know, that's the team sport and then you go to the individual sport when you're writing. And so I think it's just about, it, there's almost something sort of relaxing about coming back and being like, okay, it's not all, you know, I mean, it's not really all on you when you're writing the script, but that's a little bit how you feel. So I was sort of glad to get back in. The things that I I brought into this episode that I think were uniquely me were a lot of the character stuff. There's one of our main characters in our Red Riding Hood, Little Red Riding Hood story had lost her mother. And she's in a new place. She's in a new city. And she's living with her grandmother and her father. And I'd lost my mother a couple years ago. And so I think a lot of, you know, when I was thinking about her, her anger, her sort of, you know, you know, animosity, the way that she's reacting at the world. I think I really related to that. And I think like in those moments, the story wasn't a, I mean, the whole story was about that. This episode didn't really deal with that, but how that shaped the character and informed it and, you know, sort of her, you know, not her avoidance and not wanting to kind of deal with those feelings. So I definitely approached, you know, was able to think about that when I approached it. There's, um, there's another character who suffers a big loss in our in the in the show and lose his wife is killed in in the pilot of the show and so you know his grief and grieving over you know the entire episode and season I really you know I I'm just losing a parent and going through that I I really and you know death is something that kind of comes up a lot in Kevin's writing and I totally related it because I've like experienced a lot of you know loss in my life and so I think I just was able to bring all of that into this to this episode and really feel like it always felt especially that storyline uh those two storylines felt really deeply personal and you know then there was a, a Hansel and Gretel's a brother and sister story and you know, I have a, a twin sister and I'm really close to. So I was able to, you know, there was just so much like personal connections. And I think that's in anything you're writing, especially on a show when it's not your show and not your creation. You're there to, you know, help your, you know, your creator, the showrunner make this show is to find those little bit of nuggets of like, OK, well, maybe this isn't like, you know, my story exactly, but there's so many emotional things I can relate to. And so I think that personalization is threaded through everything you're writing. And so I always felt really close to the episode, you know, even though it was like a very serialized thing because there were so many of those moments that I could hook into when I was writing. CBS All Access is is a stre- is obviously a streaming show. And so being on a streaming show was something really different for me because this was the first show that I've done that's that's on that you know, we we are writing all the episodes and then they go off to produce them. So there's a little bit more of like there's less frenzy, I think. And when you're writing on a streaming show because you don't have to meet, you know, you don't know that like, 
you know, four weeks in, you've got production. You're not casting. You're not hiring directors. You're not, like, you know, location scouting. None of the stuff that goes on once a show's in production is happening. So there is a nice, like, ease about it because you get to spend a little more time about, like, let's just talk about these characters today. Let's not worry about what episode it is. Let's just talk about what we want for them, what we think could be fun, what could be great scenes. So I think there's a little bit of like there's a little bit more relaxed feeling about it because you're not like oh my god we have to make a production date we have to get to this so I think we all sort of felt that and we're really happy about it because it, it sometimes you know when you're on a, a, a network or even a cable show like you've got to meet you've got to beat the clock and this is like a much leisurely experience I also think like being in streaming was interesting because you know I, you turn in your script and you get notes from the network and um in the studio and you know we turned in the script and there wasn't a lot of notes I mean it was probably the shortest note call notes call I've ever been on and the notes they had I was like that's it that's all they're saying like I was like are they gonna call later with the real notes like you know but they didn't and even Kevin was sort of like well that's fantastic like he even he was kind of surprised like that's it like do you think they really liked it and I was like I think they did but I do believe that you know, especially he, he's got such experience. He's got such, you know, a volume of work behind him that they were just like, yeah, he, you know, we love this and we trust he's going to deliver a great show and he knew what he wanted. And so it was. It, it's nice as a writer because you're so used to getting so many notes and, you know, feeling like nobody really knows what they want, but they want to feel like they're contributing. And so I think like when they did have tr- issues and there are definitely moments they, you know, the, the network and studio would obviously weigh in. But if they liked it and thought it worked, they weren't going to just give us notes to give us notes. And that was that was I think that's one of the major things I think. I've seen, at least on this first season, that's different from uh, streaming versus, you know, network or cable. The best part about, you know, not actually not being part of production was kind of the surprise of when you watched, when I got to watch it. I had a couple of friends over um, and my sister and I knew what was coming, but then there was definitely a couple of moments, the way that it was staged, the way that some of the scenes had changed, or even I was surprised. Uh, there was a fight scene that I loved and when we wrote it it was a pretty it was a pretty intense when I wrote it it was a pretty intense fight scene and then I was like Kevin will do whatever and then they'll have a stunt coordinator but it was like down and dirty and brutal and it was so interesting just to think of when you wrote it what it becomes and there was this whole you know great scene that Kevin had pitched for this episode that I'd always loved of you know the characters that the characters in the Three Little Pigs storyline rob a jewelry store wearing pig masks. And so we had this like funeral scene where the guy who lost his wife is, you know, in this in this, you know, giant church with all the mourners and he turns and it's just a like a row of pig masks. Like everyone in the church is wearing a pig mask. And it was such a great visual when he pitched it. And then we got when I got to see the episode and see what that vision like it looked even better than what it was. So those are the those are kind of the you know when you're it's great to be on set and be part of you know be part of the pr- production part, but it's also really cool and surprising to like see those kind of things change and just some of the character moments that you know that I really liked you know that did that some of it didn't change that I was like oh I love that moment and it and it played so beautifully they acted it so well so that's kind of the fun thing and then like also watching my friends who were over like and my sister like jump and scream because they had no idea what was so it's it's I think that's the that's the fun part about you know sort of seeing your work come to life and I really felt like I got to be surprised about it too.
You know, I didn't – as far as coming back for season two, I think you you never make an assumption because needs change, people get jobs. Like, you know, I, I, I write books in my off time, and so I, you know, I was working on one, but I knew if the show came back, I would, I would really have loved to have come back. It was just such a great – experience on the first season so there were you know there were definitely whispers of it but there was no guarantee and you know I was still you know taking meetings and stuff and so I you know I heard probably towards the end of the year that I would be going back um and then you know officially found out when the year started so it's but it's until you you know your agents are like it's looking really good and I'm like until it's like 100% don't tell me it's looking good but I, you know I had a good feeling I had a great working relationship with Kevin so I was I was pretty optimistic but again you know things change and then you know you're always just waiting to hear is it getting picked up and then how many episodes are they doing how many writers are they hiring so I was really I was really grateful but you know it's always a, a tricky process of waiting just waiting to hear if the phone rings waiting to hear if you're you know the right writer and Fortunately, it, it, you know, it was a, it was a good match. The Right Process is hosted and curated by me, Charlie Jensen, and recorded at the UCLA Extension Studios. This season was produced by Jamie Moss. Audio support was provided by Andre Nikolaev. The Writers Program offers courses, certificates, and services that help writers achieve their writing goals one page at a time. For more information, visit writers.uclaextension.edu.